Our sponsor today is Morning Egg Clips. Morning Egg Clips is America's number one daily ag news service, designed to be a quick and easy read. It will help you stay up to date on the important headlines in both local and national agriculture every business morning. You can go to their website at www.morningagclips.com to sign up or peruse the headlines. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Your Morning Ag Clips will help to keep you in the know. Hi, and welcome to the North American Ag Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak. My guest today uh, works hand-in-hand with farmers to develop the world's most advanced technology for dairy farms. He's from Vasilia, California, and prior to his current role, he spent nearly two decades in various commercial roles for global animal health supplier, uh, providing nutritional and management advice to dairy producers throughout the U.S. and various other countries. Currently, he's the portfolio growth lead at Canthus. I'd like to welcome Tyler Bramville. Uh, welcome, Tyler, and thank you so much for being here. Well, thank, thank you, and thanks for taking the time to interview me and learn a little bit about Canthus. Awesome. So I met you this year at World Dairy Expo, and uh, I got to talk to your team a little bit about all the fascinating things that you guys are doing. So first of all, can you tell me a bit about your about your background? Sure. So, um, yeah, as, as you briefly mentioned, I, I, I grew up uh, in a small town uh, in Northern California, and it was really most of my friends were sons of dairy farmers. And that's really where I got my interest in dairy farming and then went off to school and um, studied animal science. And ultimately that led to a PhD in ruminant nutrition from Texas Tech University. And then um, I worked at Alltech for 16 years, um, really in sort of sales management, technical service sorts of roles. And then three years ago, I joined Canthus just as they were getting ready to um, sort of become commercial, uh, start to, to, to produce a commercial product for the dairy industry. And um, I've just been fascinated by their technology. I was kind of watching their development um, a little bit from afar. And, and to me, the technology that Canthus is developing is industry changing. Uh, it really, I think, is the future of how we will manage dairies in the future, how we capture data, uh, make decisions, and manage um, cows and people. Right. So can you tell me more about Canthus, about what, what you do? Sure. sure. So at Canthus, we're using cameras uh, that we mount up in the, the kind of the apex of the barn, and then we use computer vision and artificial intelligence to um, turn those images that you and I would recognize into data. And <coughs> pardon me. So what we're doing is we're, we've essentially put eyes on the cows 24 seven, 365. So the camera takes a picture every minute of the day. And then that image that again, that you and I recognize gets turned into data and then it's a cloud-based system. So you can access that, uh, where you're sitting in, in Florida or where I am in Utah or your nutritionist might be, you know, um, in Dublin, Ireland, wh- wherever. So the, the information is, is real time and, and available. And so today we really have two different um, modules, management modules that we sell to the dairies. One is, is the nutrition module. And there we're keeping track of 
of the feed status in the pen. So it's really important to ensure that cows have feed in front of them all day long. So our system monitors that. And when the feed becomes inaccessible to the cows, our system starts to keep track of that. So we know where within the feed bunk there's low feed for how long. Is there a pattern of low feed that happens on certain days of the weeks or times of the day? Um, and then we also keep track of when all the, the critical feeding events happen. So things like feed delivery and, and when feeds pushed up and cleaned out, we compare that against a schedule and the dairy can set targets and then we can um, monitor that again in real time. And it really starts to put accountability on the teams at the dairy to make sure that, you know, they're adhering to the, the sort of the SOPs and the, and the, um, the, the protocols and, and the timeliness of these different events. Um, so that's sort of a, a very quick overview of the nutrition module. And then the other module that we have is really focused on behavior. So it's the areas sort of behind the, the headlocks and the feed bunk, the bedding area. And there we're keeping track of things like line time, how, much, how many minutes or hours out of the day are the cows out of the pen? Um, how much time are they standing on their feet? How much time are they actually at the feed bunk? Um, uh, I'm trying to think what else we, um, oh, and then we also generate a, a cow comfort index, which is really looks at the number of cows that are in contact with the beds or the bedding area and how many are actually properly lying down. And so that really gives a good number um, for the dairy to, to start to make some management decisions on, well, should we decrease the stock? stocking density? Should we improve the bedding? Um, should we change the bedding more frequently? Or could we actually decrease the frequency at which we um, change the bedding? So, you know, the dairies are in business because they they like cows. And um, I, I believe that, that they're in business because they like cows and, and they, they enjoy working with them. And obviously, the better we take care of cows, the better they take care of us. So as we think about things around animal welfare and ensuring that the cows have plenty of access to feed and water and a nice place to lie down, we see the productivity of that animal go up. So it's obviously in the nature of the dairy to <laughs> um, take really good care of these cows. And as a friend of mine says, you know, the, the idea is to let cows be cows, put them in an environment where they can just be cows and um, reduce the sort of the amount of human interaction and the distractions from them. And so our system is, is helping dairies make decisions and, and hopefully they're, they're helping make decisions so that these cows can be cows and, and be productive, um, uh, productive cows. Right. Yeah. And, and we all know that cows love routine. They love, they love that consistency and so I guess that's a big part of it is monitoring consistency of what you're doing, right? A absolutely. And so, you know, our system, we're able to see patterns and changes. And so um, that might um, be a red flag to a, a change in consistency. And so um, is there something that, that we can do to prevent that change from happening and, and allow that um, consistency to, to continue? So for sure. Right. So how do producers access the data? You said it's, is it, it's available all yep, around? Is it on mobile device? Yep. It's on mobile devices, PCs. It's available anywhere. <coughs> There's a really simple um, 
web-based app that you just log in. And, and like I said, you can look at it on your PC, your tablet, you can mount a, mount a phone in your pickup and, and keep track of, of things in real time. In fact, we're, we're seeing more um, sort of multi-site dairies start to install our system now. Um, because the data is real time, they can mount their phone or a, a small tablet in their pickup um, and have it there. And you can actually see in real time, you know, some of the major um, activities that are going on at the dairy. And, you know, and, and we have a, a one particular customer that has three dairies and they're all about 100 miles apart. And so this is a huge time savings. At least he now knows and can get a bird's eye view of what's happening at each of the dairies at any given moment during the day. Um, so yeah, it's really a time saver, um, for sure for, for, um, for lots of reasons. Wow. So are there, are there particular barn styles that this works better in or that they're not suited for? Yeah, that's a great, great question. So really we need to be in some sort of a freestall type barn today, uh, whether that's sort of the traditional California style, or whether it's a cross-ventilated barn or a tunnel-ventilated barn. We're, we're not working in, in the open dry lots at the moment, um, okay. but um, hopefully in time we will. But yes, at the moment we're, we're in sort of freestall barns. Cool, and what's the, what's the installation process? Yeah, so from the time that uh, a producer signs the contract and says go, there's a, a number of things that, that have to happen. One is we would send a technician out, they would do a site survey. So they would get the layout of the dairy, where the electricity is, where the pins are, where the groups are. We would then build all of the hardware, ship it to the dairy and then install the hardware. And then um, really the last sort of step is what we call um, data quality and, and calibration. So we turn the cameras on, make sure that the data is flowing and that it's meeting the accuracy criteria that we've set for detecting uh, various things. So um, yeah, so that's kind of kind of the process. It's a multi-week process, generally around uh, 12 weeks or so from sort of start to finish. And then, um, yeah, then um, it, it take it, it goes goes from there. We, we've been really lucky. It's a really robust system. And uh, while it takes us a little bit of time to get it all set up and installed and ensure that it's accurate and, and working well, once we turn it on, we have very, very little problem, if any. Um, and the way the system's built, uh, we really um, haven't had an issue in terms of losing data and that, that sort of thing. So it's a really, really robust system. Works in a lot of works in a lot of different environments. We've had our, our cameras in sort of negative thirty five degrees, wow. and uh, we've um, had them in uh, uh, the Middle East in the middle of summer with extreme heat and sand. So yeah, it's it's um, it's a pr- pretty robust system. Wow, that's amazing. So, what uh, advice do you have for producers who get really overwhelmed by the amount of data coming in these days? Yeah, so I think it's a it's a it's a great topic for discussion because all of the technology, whether it's ours or somebody else's, it, you end up with a huge amount of data. And as you and I know, the, the dairies are busy places, and very few dairies have people that can just afford to sit in front of a computer and dig through 
information and try and put all of this stuff together. So with our particular system, we've tried to make it very, very visual and do a lot of the summary for the producer. So our average producer or average customer is spending about five to six minutes a day on our system. They come in, they check their dashboard, they check the feed status, they can see which pins you know, had issues yesterday, make the necessary phone calls, changes, and then they're done with it. It's not a system uh, where you've got to uh, spend hours and hours and hours going through it. And in fact, I'm excited to share that very soon, uh, we're gonna actually have what we call smart insights. So really starting to leverage the power of AI, the AI will go through and recognize the patterns, the problems, and then actually pull out sort of um, three or five bullet points in different areas of the dairy that, that need immediate attention. Wow. And, and this would have taken someone um, a lot of time to, to sort through all the data and then make sure that they catch the, the trends or the, the changes and then um, execute it. So we're very, very much focused on um, making it very simple and summarizing as much as we can for the producer and actually now in the very near future uh, producing those smart insights so that they really just need to turn on their computer and or we may even um, send them via a, a text message or an email uh, so that they can not even have to uh, turn their computer on and they'll they'll see the critical things to focus on for the day wow yeah that's awesome so what are you seeing in the industry in general in terms of challenges that need to be addressed or that you think that should be addressed by producers? Um, I think one of the, one of the challenges um, or frustrations, I think that producers have, and if we just kind of keep the, the conversation related to technology is all of these technologies are sort of standalone products. So our, our technology um, is, is one, one sort of standalone product. And then they, they may have a feed software uh, program and they may have a herd management program. And so I think getting a lot of this technology to start to talk to one another and integrate um, will be a huge help. And I'm happy to say that we're actively engaged with a number of different companies um, so that we can integrate our information into some of the other existing um, sort of technology, data management um, softwares that are that are on the dairy. And I'm a firm believer that when you start to do that, your information, it starts to have a synergistic effect. So when all of a sudden you can compare our data, um, our low feed time data to the amount of feed that was delivered, and we know where within the pen that feed was actually eaten first and last, and is there parts of the pen where they're not eating or they're eating more, um, that, that starts to become very, very valuable information. And you know, as as we as we are, are quite familiar with, you know, feed is the major cost of producing uh, a unit of milk, and so if we can help the help the producer um, become more precise in where they put that feed and ensuring that they don't overfeed and also don't underfeed those cows, um, it's a huge huge opportunity for for the dairy. Right. Yeah, and a, and a huge boost in efficiency. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's great. So um, where can people find you if they want more information? Yep. They can, um, they can go to our website, uh, kinkthis.com. They can send me a, a email directly at tbramble at kinkthis.com, or they're welcome to uh, 
text or send me a phone call. My phone number is 559-999-9734. Very good. You're very available. That's wonderful. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to help. We're, it's an exciting time for us. Our business is really starting to expand and it's fun to see it really go from a, a startup into really a commercial uh, product that's being uh, taken up by dairies really across the U.S. And, and as I mentioned, we're uh, I think when, when we visited, um, uh, you know, we're, we're venturing into the Middle East now and um, a couple of installations in Europe. So, yeah, things are really getting going. That is so cool. So how was World Dairy Expo for you? What's your what's your take on the, how the show was this year? It was good. We were really excited. Our booth won, um, I think, the booth of the day for the intermediate size booth. So that was that was fun, and um, we had a lot of good media coverage. And there was, um, yeah, we had a lot of good good discussions with with dairy farmers. I think overall the attendance was down a little bit from how I remember it in years past, but I think some of that's to be expected given the the timing of the the corn silage season, the beautiful weather, COVID. Um, there's lot lots of competing interests for those for those days. But it was really fun to be back. And uh, like I said, that for me, probably the highlight is is engaging with with the producers and um, learning about their operations and being able to share with them what we're doing and how we're helping dairies. That's great. And so, will you be at any uh, upcoming farm shows? Yeah, so we will be um, in attendance at the Western Dairy Management Conference in Reno. That's, I think, at the the very beginning, the first few days of November. And then we will be at the Milk Business Conference in Las Vegas. Uh, I think that's the first couple of days in December. Um, So those are probably the two big ones that we'll be at uh, before the close of the year. Wonderful. Oh, and then we'll also be, um, actually, we just started all the paperwork today for um, the World Egg expo out in Tulare in February. So that's, that, that's been a very effective show for us and uh, we're excited to get back there as well. So. Wonderful. I'm hoping that it'll be my first time coming to Tulare this year, hopefully. (laughs) So usually it overlaps with, uh, with the Louisville show. So it'll be great. They're on separate weeks this year. So I'm going to try to get good. Good. Well, you'll, you'll, you'll like it. It's uh, it's a, a great show. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah. That's good. So I have one last question for you. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Why do you serve this industry? Um, it's, it's, I suppose it's close to me. I mean, my whole, you know, from my childhood of my, my friends being sons of dairy farmers and my interest in dairy cows and working on dairies kind of, you know, in, in late elementary school and junior high and, and just carrying that, on through my all of my education and then my all of my career i just i enjoy working with uh dairy producers i like working with cows i i am i suppose curious by nature and am always interested in you know are there things that we can do or manipulate to enhance animal welfare improve animal management and enhance animal productivity so yeah i just i i have spent a, a lifetime thinking about cows and the management of cows and uh, really enjoy the people uh, the producers as well as the allied industry that supports this huge industry so that's yeah, a it's a great group of people awesome well thank you so much for joining me today um it's it's really incredible what's happening in the industry with AI and and I really appreciate all your input. Sure. Well, thanks again for taking the time to interview me and uh, give me a chance to tell our story. Thanks. Awesome.
And thanks to all who are watching or listening. If you want more information, the links are provided in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to North American Egg Spotlight on YouTube or Rumble. And the podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And have a great day. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to today's Egg Spotlight episode, where we put the spotlight on people and companies doing great things for the agricultural industry. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or on your favorite podcasting platform and give us a five-star review. You can also follow us on YouTube and Rumble to see the video version of Ag Spotlight. Also, head on over to NorthAmericanAg.com to subscribe to our Industry Connect update newsletter. If you're interested in advertising opportunities, email us at connect at NorthAmericanAg.com. Thanks for listening. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit Fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to NorthAmericanAg.com slash Fastline hyphen webinar. That's NorthAmericanAg.com slash Fastline hyphen webinar to register now.